Conesty, how are ye? Welcome to another Candlelit Tales podcast. My name is Aaron and I'm one of the co-founders of Candlelit Tales. Today we are talking about our birthday celebration. How we didn't quite get to tell the tawn like we did six years ago in a small pub in Dublin, but how we were telling this tawn story again and again and again. Every year, every sowing, and we keep coming back to it. And here is why. You can find the show notes and links below. And if you'd like to take part in an upcoming post-show chat that go live on YouTube every Sunday, well, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. And of course, thanks to all our Patreon supporters for making these podcasts possible. Patreon.com forward slash Tales. And now, more chats about the thorn. Stay tuned. Years ago, in fact, we started telling stories, and it was back in the day of the stag's head in Dublin once upon a time. But that was because Surika told me stories. I grew up listening to her telling me the tales of old, and mostly shy talk that I had to grow up and figure out how to tell them myself. But it wasn't until one fateful journey from Cork to Dublin that Surika said, I want to tell stories live, and with the book of place. Would they find a place? I told to an entire space with no noise. The first part of the tone with no music at all. The second night over a five day telling of the tone, a week in between, we had Rue join us on the second day. And he told us, well, gave us the music to tell the tales that we had to tell that day. And from that day forward, we started telling stories with the music. 
and the music flowed, the stories we kept on going from venue to venue, kept them going through the years. We integrated and populated and recreated with different people from different walks of life. We had people dancing, we had shadow puppets, we had creations of all forms, from left and right and out of sight. We went from the north and the south to the east to the west, and we kept these stories going in live venues with the music pouring over senses and ourselves. And then we were told to stop. We thought that was Shikra. Well, everything came to a stop, didn't it? The start of the year with all these plans ahead of us and all the kind of stuff we were going to do. Do you remember all the stuff? Loads of stuff. Jesus, there was stuff. Lads, there was so much stuff. You wouldn't even believe the stuff. Plans of stuff. Plans. Whew. Actual stuff. Actual stuff. Festival. Weird stuff. On trailing. Failing to be out in The entire summer. Wide open. And we'd finally gotten to the point where people had kind of heard of us. Almost kind of. You know, I got a free ice cream once. Best ever lived. It really genuinely was. If you were still watching, man, you worked at Murphy's Ice Cream Shop that day. Best day ever. Sure. It was great. I was having a strange Yeah, I know. I was too up until I got free ice cream. Fair. I recommend getting free ice cream. Getting from somebody who recognises you from Candle Hotel. It's a really nice feeling. <laughs> like, that was happening. You know, a little bit. Not enough that, like, you know, it had swelled the head over it. Just enough that it was, like, nice. Give it a you bit know, of volume, man. A little bit enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> and then we, well, we had to focus on our podcast. Well, our... you see, the thing is, I wasn't actually finished. <laughs> 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 remember, remember from the rehearsal we didn't do. The thing that happened was that the whole entire world ground down to an absolute dead. There was nowhere to go. There was nothing to do. There was no crack to be had. What so fucking ever. Until you remember that the shite times have been around before. And what did people do in the shite times? What have, what have we always done when the going gets tough? What have any of us ever done when the world is bleak and cold and closed down and every door is shut against you? Exactly. See, we didn't just have music with us. We had the technology. And the power. We also had a man who knows how to talk to technology. That's all she And we already had a little bit of an out podcast thing going on, you know, as a kind of a thing to do in between gigs. When we remembered to do it. Which was occasional. Not always. But it was there. And we built on it. 
we kept on forward to it. The flames kept on creeping up and getting higher, and well, apparently, according to some form of senses or sources or ways of telling these things, that it seems like magic to me, we grew 999%. That's exponentially growth, but I didn't know it. He's not even entirely sure what exponential means. Bigger. Better than before. There, there's that. So, people started listening to us. More people have listened to Candlelit Tales podcast than ever seen us live. In our sixth year of telling stories, recreating magic, going back to the madness and the mayhem of mythology, and telling it, and making it available to people, and letting it rip right through the heart center of people. More people, worldwide, have listened to Candlelit Tales in this year than the five years before. <laughs> That's fucking mental. It's mental, lads. It is mental because we've been all sitting here in our respective pods or bubbles or whatever you want to call them and telling our stories into a microphone. Which is not quite the same. It's not quite the same buzz, but you see, then people get behind their little keyboards and they send us that message. It's lovely to get a message. God, they send us some beautiful messages. Lovely messages, like. They send us incredible messages. Heartfelt. Wonderful. How this is getting them through the tough times. Tough fucking times. All kinds of magical things. And you can see it. It's not as immediate. But you can still see it. That kind of ripple effect. That always happens when you tell a good story. To a good tune. And so here we are. In a very different place to where we thought we were going to be for our sixth birthday. Which is always like, always handing out cake, getting something, form of a celebration to give to people yeah. in and then. Remember when you robbed all those cakes off your new job? <laughs> I would say borrow. I would say borrow. Mean. You gave them back. <laughs> I did. On the way home. Came back. Back. That's it. Mm. off. It was urgent. Yeah. You know, it was a nice thing to do. It was dairy. <laughs> A lot of cakes. A lot of cakes. A lot of cakes. They were all good. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> I gave them back in personality what yes, they had in sugar and cakes and pastries. And it was great to be able to do that because every single year we tell the very same story we've always told. This time of year, in the dark half of the year, when that real darkness creeps in, we tell the thorn. Because you read somewhere that that's what you're supposed to do. You tell the thorn in the dark months of the year. And so we started with it six years ago, and this year was like no other. We still told the thorn. Yeah. Welcome, YouTube. Hello. Camera's still there, I think. <laughs> there, right? Camera's there. Yeah. YouTube is there. We're looking at the screen over there. We hope we're going live. We hope you can hear us. Oshin yeah. is the sound master, the sound creator, and we're going to talk about the last three episodes of the Candlelit Tales podcast. We and hope you're keeping well, brother. And loads of other stuff. And also the last six years and the fact that we're all together. Lads, cheers. Yes. It is beautiful to see your wonderful faces. In actual person and not behind the screen. Yes. Oh, yeah. <sighs> and we hope you're keeping well. Cheers to you. And, and some of us are drinking tea and some of us are drinking other stuff. And we hope that you have a glass or a cup of whatever your favourite magic delicious beverage would like. <sighs> and join us. You know? Cheers. Cheers. Um... We have actually loads to talk about, and I I want to open it up 
basically I, I, I sat back and listened for the first time in a while which is fucking great because Oisin and I unfortunately Sorica was a bit sick over Halloween yeah. and Oisin and I um, had to kind of do a lot of live gigs and our bookings and things like that that we had uh, thanks for booking us you can go to kendletales.ie to book us <laughs> um, so uh, just get it in there <laughs> we're also available for hire for live from, from the small yeah yeah properly socially um, distanced and all that but yes that we time. are and we got to sit back and listen to a story you had recorded previously and then Rue you just took as your lockdown 2 project mm-hmm. and made it into this amazing mm-hmm. thing you took the podcasting away from Mushing which he badly needed a break mm-hmm. and he trained you up he taught you a little bit about the able ton effect and able ton yeah, tell us about your lockdown project. Rory O'Shea. Yeah, I just um, I, I got on to Aaron one of the days saying, oh God, another lockdown. And I, I was like down in my parents' house and I just I needed something to occupy myself. So uh, basically begged for a project. And uh, the, the uh, recording of Sirica reading the ton had just recently been unearthed. <laughs> and he was basically like, here, do a thing with this. And I, I went for it <laughs> for the entirety of the, uh, the month of um, October and, and the guts of November as well. And um, yeah, just kind of. When you say went for it, went for it as as in like uh, I, I had a bit of time to play with. Like normally the the podcast that Oshin's making, uh, the the music for and stuff, it's on it's on a bit of a it's on a tight schedule and it's 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 all getting made and put out there pretty quickly. Uh, I I had I over a month to play with. Um, mm-hmm. I was also kind of learning how to to use Ableton, the the sound editing software, um, via Oshin's tutorials and just kind of taking this project as a means of getting familiar with that um so yeah i had I, I went for it in the sense that like there, there's lots of layers of sound and all sorts of experimentation yeah, and yeah, yeah. um I, I really played with it and became been, a little obsessed for a while <laughs> as you tend to do in a wonderful way yeah, with stuff yeah. i but get obsessed been, with good things I think. you've been uh, you've been playing with sound in various forms for a while now with, yeah, with the whole sure, on sheen yeah. thing and the sound baths and yeah yeah and there's, there's a bit of that in there that there's um like there's there's live instruments there's kind of like midi instruments like uh, just playing a keyboard and replicating things um synthesizer kind of stuff uh but there's also just there, there's some uh like ambient sound from nature recordings and stuff like mm-hmm. that that's thrown in there um and there is the sound of uh gongs and singing bowls and stuff like that um incorporated into it which is something else that i'm into Yes, which is actually fabulous. You should see it. Rue has a treasure cave of gongs. Yeah. In fairness, it's a magical cave of gongs, sound things, bowls, singing things, and making yeah. nice bowls. Oh, you can, and you can make a you can make a gong sound like a mythical bowl with a certain kind of like rubber mat or something that I found during this project. So yeah, it, they all came in handy. So um, this was a, oh, this was a recording. Sorry, I did. Can you remind us what where the thing came from? Because so, I, I, I was sick that day. I don't know. Yeah, Aaron was absent from this project. <laughs> Which may be why this project never got finished. Because nah. usually <laughs> usually we kind of require Aaron to be somewhat, you know, injecting a little bit of energy into it. Me? <laughs> what? We're doing this! Come on, guys! We're doing this! So we're doing this! So instead of that, what happened was, the idea was that we wanted to do, we had done, uh, we had... And have, have several times put on this show called The Shadows of the Tone. Mm-hmm. And it has shadow puppetry uh, that was created and then videoed by, from Flight of Fancy, which is Marie Denham's um, puppetry, shadow puppetry shadow, company. Yeah. 
and it's really beautiful and it's a thing that like it was the project that Oshin joined Candlelit Tales through I think wasn't it or yeah around that time I know that was the one and Tell it was like, uh, like it's a show we don't have that many shows because I don't like scripts yeah, no, we just have about I, 84 of them or something. No, but we don't. <laughs> In the sense of being okay. scripted Sorry. and finalised. Yeah. <laughs> it, that's what I mean. We have a million shows. We don't have that many, like, we don't have that many locked down scripts of things mm, that sure. have music composed for them. And it is mainly because I'm fucking allergic to scripts and also rehearsals. Yeah, um, that's true. We're trying to get her to rehearse anything. Oh, is. just, I don't want to, like. Peel skin from my face. It's just, I, I, listen, you know my feelings are worse. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to go into it right now. Go into it another time. But this was one, this is one that we actually did do. We did it. We needed proper cues for sound puppetry. We had a big load of musicians and I think we had six musicians for this one uh, the first time around. So like it was a big show. We needed proper cues. We needed all this stuff. And so there is a script that we learned off by heart. That is a storytelling. And I when we talked about recording it in studio, the first step to that was for me and Aaron to record the script to a metronome. And I can't remember why, but at one point, I just decided that I would do it. Um, Fair. Basically, I don't think I was doing it. Uh, I I assume that in the the way that that it is a thing that sometimes happens, where one of us will get a little bee in our bonnet about a particular project, and everyone else is like, why do you suddenly care about this now? Like, <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's happened a lot, actually. Yeah. That happens. Usually so at three o'clock in the morning, and she's like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing this now. Yeah, yeah. This is hell. And you'll wake up to like 15 text messages from the same person being like, where's the password for the thing? The really specific thing that we haven't looked at in 18 months. But I'm doing it now, and I have to have the password, and then everything else can stop. Stop what you're doing and text me immediately. What is the password? Where is the file? How do I do the thing now? No! So, it was one of those things. We're actually. very together. We're very together. We're very Listen, professional. Uh, professional. No. So, I, I assume... I'm just grabbing an Aaron's caffeine in case I need to head anybody. <laughs> I assume that it was one of those things where sure. I got to be in my bonnet. And you were doing something else at the time. So I just kind of sat down and like put a put a metronome clicky thing in my ear and read the script. It was guide track. It was guide track. Because we were going to go and record the actual theatre show that we done in studio. Tell them that. That's what it was. Yeah. People who were talking. We were going to go record in Dunleary Further Education Institute the, uh, the, the actual theatre show that we performed. Yeah. With all the music and all the tracks and all the layers and stuff, so we recorded a guide track, so that we'd have an actual paced guide track that mm-hmm. was then going to be eventually married up with the uh, flight of fancy imagery, and then after we'd done that, actually release it. But then we got loads of other stuff in the way. And well, actually, that year we ended up having a load of festivals, and we were just ridiculously busy. We were basically that was the first Puka year. It was the first. It was the first Puka uh-huh. year. It was also I was working with theatre show. Uh, and yeah. I couldn't do the do really take yeah. part. I think it was, it was when it, anyway. Um, don't name drop, Aaron. Um, I mean, name drop a bit if it's our stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and people and, that have helped us. Yeah, and people that have helped us. And if it sounds cool. And it sounds good. It sounds good with the Abbey, actually, I believe. Uh, oh, shit, sick. Clang. Um, clang, clang, clang. <laughs> um, but uh, because of that, 
uh, we and we didn't get a chance to actually lock it down and actually basically pay for studio, pay for the hours, actually do it, record it, uh, redo it. It became the thing that we never got down to. Where oh, I just straight up forgot about it, dude. We did a day in a studio. <laughs> I attend. I like you. I I agree that we got real busy, but like. When that came back up and you sent that to Rue, I was like, the fuck is this? <laughs> you, know, you, you, know, you know what's really funny about that as well is that like after you had recorded all of that and it disappeared into Lost Land, then you sent me the two and a half hour version of the song. Oh yeah. What's the two and a half hour version of the song? That was, that was where it was supposed to be like, okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. We were supposed to go in and knock it out of the park in the studio and I was like, cool. Now, no scope creep on this one, please. <laughs> scope, scope creep is a thing with most it, of our projects. The, so this, I think like one, 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 one like you know forty to sixty minute awesome tone with all the stuff, or or a reversion of the script with a different kind of soundscapey thing on it, like what you did this year. But no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Or was that like a five? Part. Yeah, you can find you didn't it. Even, you didn't. You didn't even give me all five parts at the start no. either. It was like, oh no, no. Yeah. I'm glad nobody gave me a two and a half hour version of that. Like, was enough out to do an hour. In fairness, basically, it's just to bring it back to the reason we're, we are able to put stuff out now versus then is because we Patreon support. Oh, yeah. Literally, that's the massive changer. Is because we can actually pay for equipment and some form of time, some form of even just food. Our Patreon supporters tonight have bought us a fire and bought us a couple of drinks. I've bought us all of our equipment, the laptop we're streaming laptop. off, and the internet. A couple of drinks. Quite literally. A slab of Guinness. Stone brand same bastards. I'm looking for Murphy's or Beamish, the bastards in the haven, right? Sorry, a slab of stout. Slab of stout. Irish stout. Stout, right? And stout. a slab of beer. Yeah. And yeah. a fucking bottle of whiskey. Shh. <laughs> I'm not drinking, I'm on antibiotics. <laughs> <laughs> I also, so, you know, mine's the beer, Oshin's is the stout of the whiskey. Anyway, we're done. <laughs> I am what? Thank called. you. Basically, I am, <laughs> I am the funkin' funkin' party. Anyway, look, it's funkin' party. You know, you've all been there. Now, I will say this, right? The the whole Patreon support thing is one thing, but it gives you the incentive to keep on going and keep creating, which you didn't really have with the. Why do you even bother making that? Why? How will we go? Ah, we will, because then we have to sell it as a CD or whatever. It makes this whole creation process actually viable it makes yeah. it f- motivate it motivates us to do it because we know people are receiving it more people are into it and it gives us a sense of connection which yeah. is massive and this year has been mental but this year has also been great for lots of stuff and different kind of online stuff so it's been kind of great for you Lou. you managed to take this project make it your lockdown two thing that you had to work on mm-hmm. and we've been worried about you because your health has been absolutely shite <laughs> for the last three years but you got a diagnosis finally yeah i did yeah uh lyme disease was the thing that's been fucking me up for the last three years so as it turns out that's a that's a recent diagnosis yeah so rue used to like you know help you, you used to be me and you going to wheelands going to the venue throwing everything up rue Oshin would be kind of doing the sound we'd be mm. like you know, had donkey work, donkey work, all yeah. the donkey work, and then you'd like die in a corner for a while. Like, mm, there's definitely something wrong with that guy. And then you come to some life for the gig, and then <laughs> yeah, die in the way of adrenaline kick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, the number of times, like, and people who would ask me, whoever, if you're listening, he's fine, he's doing great now. Um, 
that he's got a fucking diagnosis of seeing some health specialists. Is not his. He's doing qi gong twice a fucking day. He's is it qi gong or qi gong? Yeah, I got it right. Um, or qi right? Um, the guy's gong. And he's gong for the collection. He's gonging himself every morning. He wake up and and all of the health stuff all of the vitamins all the vitamins all the food supplements all the shit to get yourself and a heavy dose of harsh antibiotics all that yeah Yeah, Yeah, modern medicine modern medicine too just to keep shit real let's not even mention the war carry your point being fuck's sake mention the war so oh, can you to the war. But, but tell us like, what this has been like for you to actually get ah, man, this, this, this is a lifesaver for me because it, like home production stuff is just a joy and it's something that I can do um, and because like you know like, yeah, like all of us have like big creative needs and like just we, we need to make stuff and we all like to put it out there and for it to be heard and uh, so like be, be, being able to 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 do that stuff for Canada Tales now having like leveled up um thanks uh, mainly to help for machine getting me set up and showing me how to use Ableton and all that crack um it's just uh, it's just a lifesaver to sure. to to have that avenue there's a lot of stuff that's still kind of denied to me like I, I, I can't I can't hop on the bike I can't go out and do any, I can't do anything physically insertive basically but I can I can go into like a little obsessive hole in my bedroom and create like big soundscapes to put to deadly stories so like and yeah. that, that happened with kind of little tales in terms of yeah like, that was the first one that was like last one one kind of little tales came yeah because yeah. we yeah. we've all needed a bit of a project we and, did, and yeah. the the YouTube playlist that is uh, specifically for kids and you started it for your niece right? I did yeah I've, I've a niece in Australia and I wanted to um, I, I, I wanted to record some uh, Irish stories uh, folklore stuff to send to her just as a little thing from her Irish side and uh, that coincided with lockdown happening and, and us needing needing a project so we mm-hmm. kind of we, we kind of remade a, a lot of that content into into candle tale, candle little tales. Um, Lucky us, we have a, uh, an artist housemate who is just a legend as well, and Gareth yeah, Curtis yeah. illustrated them. And has been everybody got roped in <laughs> losing bits of tech since. Um, so the fifth episode's on its way. On the way, finds the little thing they plug into. No, the little thing came, but now the battery's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's just it's a saga. It's, a, it's, it's a saga. all it's a saga. It's all saga. Um, Ru, I'm delighted that you're knocking your illness on his head you're doing things that are making you well mentally spiritually and bodily i think it's fucking awesome i think you're a bit of a um yeah you're, you're doing great and you're an inspiration to, to, to me to cop that fuck on sometimes when i'm like that guy has lens disease and he's doing all this shit all right <laughs> fair play to him um and in fairness i think both of our heads are probably better from jumping in the sea certainly today yeah. and for this whole last year yeah. cold as fuck Hot shower afterwards, but can't go on, right? Oh man, so good, yeah. So that brings me to the next point of uh, topic of conversation. Oshin, yeah. you're checking in with the whole uh, situation. Yeah, making sure it's still working. Yeah, yeah. A few comments and stuff. Oh. Great. Sorg is going to read them out in a minute. Uh, thanks, man. Um, Oshin, you joined Candle Tales uh, when Rue went away. So yeah. Rue joined us, he was the first musician to join us six years ago in Sags Head. Then we had a number of other people kind of jump in and jump out. He went away after our first theatre performance in 2017. 2016. 16. 16. Yeah. And then 
because he was off traveling around South America, I realized all of the musical. We had six instruments at, 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 at on this show, The Shadows of Thorn. This mm. script that we just recently released. It was the first time we were performing live with Shadow Puppetry. We were still working on the script. We were trying to nail down the music. It was all over the place. It was chaotic. Yeah, and it was that time I nearly killed you for real. <laughs> <laughs> but then I met Oshie. And he was like, yeah, this is missing a bass line. Yeah, but yeah, essentially. Can we scoot around a tiny bit? Because I feel like people can't see Oshie. Oh, yeah. I, I, look, I look at the camera when I'm out. There's a lot of couch. Yeah. See? Yes. Thank you for that. So basically, yeah, yeah. So I joined. You came in to get some printing done, and I had a little kid a lady in the office. You know, the little six-string little thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were like, oh, and I was like, so what's the crack? What are you printing? What's the story like? story. And you started telling me a story, and I just started kind of noodling away on the kid a lady. And like, that's lovely. Do you want to come and play this? Because I need something into the thing. And then I came in, and then... I instantly recognised, he was like, ah, he's one of us. <laughs> yeah. He plays music. join our thing forever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you play uh, music how about make me we, talk to How about we take over your life? <laughs> Would you like us to take over your life? I can do that. Oh, yeah. And host the sixth birthday party. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just like to Yes, after finally upgrading my internet. Yay! Yeah. And your laptop. But, um, well, and the laptop and the camera and the phone. Thanks, Patrick. Yeah, thank you, Patrick. <laughs> anyway, before I get overexcited to answer the question. No, get yes. on soon. So, because uh, I wanted to say this one for a while, because this is actually the answer, because this informs basically how I created the rest of the sound. And it's all based on the one video or audio you had recording of Rue playing the Bulls, because you were like, there's something for the Bulls that we don't. That, we don't have the Bulls thing. Rue had this thing for the Bulls. Can you emulate the Bulls thing that Rue had? Yeah. So I listened to that and I was like, oh yeah, that's the groove. And essentially that's what's informed all of the music that I've put on afterwards. The Bulls just, yeah, yeah, the Bulls but that was it. It was, it was like... And that's even programmed into all of my synths. All of, everything is that like kind of same storytelling groove. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. you obviously naturally picked up and then we found with the... Um, or that Zimbabwe walking rhythm yeah, that's true. For, oh. for the various different multicultural projects that we were doing. Yeah, and like yeah, you yeah. just watch. Okay, we can do all this stuff. I'm going to play this riff. Wait, 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 wait. See, I want to see what happens when we play this riff. We play this riff and then everybody in the room all did. That was over in Mosley. Yeah. It? And they all did their own like version of a local jam to it and it just sounded amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had everyone flowing around the room. Um, it was class. But th- that, like, but, it, but hang on, the like the fact that you came in and had like nobody to ba- basically bounce off. Without Rude Air, there was a disparate number of amazingly talented, brilliant, fantastic musicians that had been collaborating with us. I mainly with Rue at that stage, and without Rue as the linchpin that I realised was gone, I was, and <laughs> you were just like, I'm going to be over here drinking tea. Don't make me rehearse. Yeah, and like I was a kind of a co-writer, performer, not a director, but directing, uh, but not a musician. So I would there was no composer. It was also great how you kept telling people that this was a collaborative project and there was no real director, and then and then directing me immediately after that. I this mean, is how the base, it was a choice. This is how the base works. <laughs> you see, <laughs> because when you have all no. of that, the people need a direction. Okay, cacophony of sound. <laughs> An audio, and I came in, and I, we did the show in the stag's head, and I was like terrified playing along with my gifted alien. And I was like, 
everything's all in the same frequency range. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This absolutely does not need a gated A. Yeah, yeah. It's the last thing you need for this. Like, it does need something, but it's not to get it. And when we all were out in Mount Marion doing the rehearsal that day, and I just listened to everything, and I was like, hang on a second. I'll just go get the bass. Wait a minute. Bass. It's all and then back the bass in. Bad, bad bass. Straight away. Um, played in the art riff on the bass, funky kind of like. Uh, psycho killer. You know what I mean? And uh, that was it. And then we were like, oh, so then we just started to use Psycho Killer as a kind of get everybody on the same <laughs> Yes. Yeah, it's a rehearsal. Do we have any comments? Uh, we have many happy birthdays. Ah, thank you. Um, we're six years old. Happy Maria birthday Kennedy. to us. We usually do this in a room and it's very nice to have people saying happy birthday. Thank you. So Vortex Tip says happy birthday. Thank you. Thanks, Vortex Tip. Mary Kennedy. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Cheers, Mary. Julie Lockie is on. Hey, Jules. Hey, Jules. Hey, Jules. Let's crack. Aoife Doyle. Hey, Aoife. How are you? Aoife. 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 Is this my Aoife. Yeah. No, 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 no. Louis Fear P.E.? Happy you birthday. don't breathe in a minute. I mean, yay. Kira <laughs> Jefferson. Marie <laughs> McGee. So, yeah. Oh! So, um, yeah. See, uh, you know, I think everybody should know this um, because basically I had a very scarring moment before we went online <coughs> where I was uh, wished happy birthday. She's um, not going to let you come home. See apostrophe list tales. Happy birthday. See apostrophe list tales. I mean, that's something written by my mother. It's mostly scarred me. I think you it's understand why. It's a legitimate abbreviation. I mean, it's not, though, is it? If you read it like anybody would read it. <laughs> Thanks, Maria. I love you. Um, love you, Mom. <laughs> you know, she died. <laughs> so, anyway. You started telling that just as he was taking a sip of beer. Yeah. So... Oshin's in the hallway. <laughs> oh, what's so funny about sea lit tales? Oh, look, it's clearly sea lit tales. <laughs> no, no, don't. don't, don't we're not outside. We're not outside. Okay. okay, we're done. We're done yeah, now. We're done now. Done, done now done forever. Now. And I hope you've learned your lesson, Mum. <laughs> <laughs> you called out on YouTube, Mur. <laughs> anyway, um, I hope she's not watching anymore. <laughs> yeah, her last comment was stop. <laughs> and we're done we're done we are done what's home do you read that in? Uh, yeah I'm not really sure uh, it stop or something no it's stop 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 we've told the joke the ton okay so this is a tragedy is it very sad I just everybody dies um, Oshin what do you make of the ton Um. Narcissistic ego trip by demented psychopaths. <laughs> I thought he might have a go first. I mean, I, I believe <laughs> since, since we're reliving, since we're reliving early days, remember that intro that you never wanted me to do and I always did? When no. I would stand up in live shows and go, this is the story of war. <laughs> <laughs> what is this good for? Absolutely not. <laughs> I <laughs> buried it down. I buried this it down. This is why like story works. Unscripted. Exactly. Deep, deep down. Exactly. Bury the. Bury the. Because it is. It's a story about everything. Like nobody gets anything at the end of it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we like. I still fucking love listening to it. Like I still. Oh, yeah. Luckily, my voice wasn't on this one, so I could listen to it. Like 
without being annoyed by my own voice. Um, <laughs> she couldn't be doing that. Um, I, I know you didn't listen to it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I also got to like, enjoy listening yeah. to something that was just like, oh, totally lovely. Like. This is a candidate kind of thing that I can nothing. just enjoy and I haven't had to do anything for. Mm. Which is so good. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, because I, I always enjoy because like, I do them and then you listen to them again yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then you go away from it. Or you usually just get drunk or something. Just <laughs> <laughs> the reset. The end of yeah. that project. Restore factories, ushing settings. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Up. You know, and then like come back and I think I might listen to it back ages later. And most of the time, I'm like, oh, there's, there's a hiss there, or oh, there's something here, or or. There's... But that's because it's my work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because you're just listening for for faults. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listening for oh, what's wrong with it? What's well, when someone else's work? You're listening for oh, what's the next cool bit gonna be? What's the next deadly bit gonna yeah, be? Yeah. And you're like, oh, listen to it, listen to it. Ah, orgasm, piano sound, orgasm, the you know, like panning sonic quality. It's just like yeah. <laughs> that's the fallacy yeah, of a, being a performer is that you want to be able to perform you love collaborating with people you can't well it, it takes work to enjoy your own work weirdly enough like the, I you know as an actor who has to see myself on screen I've had to like get past the whole ah Jesus there's your man doing the face stop doing the face ah oh, so much face yeah. what was like, thinking? Uh, what? Yeah, so many things there's um, a lot of eyebrow a lot of eyebrow it's just a lot of so eyebrow um, but but you're always and any any movie any short movie everyone's always there like the makeup people are looking at the makeup the yeah. lighting is looking at the lighting the yeah. cameraman is looking at the focus pull everybody the sound is waiting for the little rough you're always you're predisposed to look for your own faults and it's it's very nice to be able to a step back away from uh, having anything to do with this particular project in, in the audio sense and just listen to it and enjoy what you guys have done. I mean, in fairness, I would take me out of that because as previously mentioned, I had entirely forgotten about this. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know it existed. <laughs> I didn't know it was there anymore. You know, you do loads of accents in it and stuff. It's really good, like, you yeah. did a great job. I'm... Yeah. Pass, or you did a great I, job. I, I appreciate Pass, Eric's work and dedication. <laughs> I also... Sometimes I realize how much of my life I forget. <laughs> okay, it's I, I would like to state it's now worrying. that we are not sponsored by any mental health advocacy groups. <laughs> or anybody, but, by the way. But, but in fairness, we probably should be waving that banner because we all have some sort of something. The only reason that we, we managed to just get over and get put out. The only reason we have a candle of tails is because nobody else could work with us. Yeah. Uh, Property, like, like we're all just the right of a, me- a mental for each other, <laughs> like the theater themselves. Ah, Indeed, hey. cast hey. out from wider society and banded together in their own little mad weird. Just both. They, had little, they, had, they had their own thing going. <laughs> <laughs> unemployable by the corporate overlords. Yes. Yeah, we're very unemployable. I was once described as unemployable by an employer. Uh, it's a proud mo- he meant it as a compliment, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's when you become a consultant. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what you all need to do better. Uh, stop <laughs> ruining the world. Um, so, <laughs> wished. <laughs> now, the, oh yeah, you do check want to talk comments about, again. Yeah, check the comment, comments again. We are going to talk about the last three episodes, okay? The last three episodes, Rue, you found a lovely little split up. And... 
Uh, just talk me through that for a second. You, you had that. That was mostly more defending yourself. No, no, not listening. I, I, I think the split up just kind of occurred in quite a, a natural way of like a, there was a there was a three act structure to the things. Like there, there was the there was the setup to um like the the, the inciting event of of uh, Queen Maeve and her consort Alil having this uh, jealous fight and weighing up all the possessions against each other. Um, finding out that Aleel won by having this incredible bull at his disposal, and uh, and that was enough to get Maeve really angry and gather all the uh, the armies of Ireland together, um, and head off towards Ulster to get uh, to get a, a bull that was his match, and the, and then that finished at the point where they get to the Ulster border and they find a they they find a, a message from this hound of Ulster that's been kind of name dropped before that. Um, and Wait away, guys. On Instagram, we're on YouTube, so <laughs> go over to fucking YouTube there, will you? And subscribe to the page and watch the thing because Rue's on about the story and Zurich is here too. And it's not for interrupting, but there's Rushing and YouTube and subscribe to the fucking channel, will you? Okay, sorry, <laughs> that was confusing. Um, <laughs> oh no, saying it's the wrong account, isn't it? <laughs> Good man. Good man. Okay, let's, this, on, this is not slick. This is what we want to know. And then a, a load of other shit happened in Act 2. You know the way Act 2s are. Like, they just, like, everything else happens so, in Act 2. You got to Maeve, because Distracty Boy is distracting everybody now. Um, so you got yeah. to the end of, like, Maeve, based the exciting inc- the inciting incident. Yeah. The, 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 he's got a bull, I don't got a bull, I'm gathering all the armies of Ireland, and yeah. then... And then, once they get to the point of like the border of Ulster, just before mm. all the kind of main action kicks off, that seemed like a natural end to the first episode. Mm. And then the second act is is all sorts of it's it's the main it's the main body of the action going down. It's all the single combats. It's um, would you manage to kind of like have a different kind of sound going going on for for that? I was trying to do a bit of a like associating a, um, a, a an instrument with with each main character kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like yeah. I did, I didn't like very rigidly stick to it because because like I, I didn't I didn't want it to land too rigidly. And you know sometimes I'd like you know a bit of piano or whatever. But like it was essentially that like Queen Maeve um, her her instrument was the was the piano and mm. Coo Cullen was the guitar. Okay, and right. um, and then and then there's a change in Coo Cullen once once uh, his his heart breaks in the third episode and the and the and the acoustic guitar then changes changes to an electric bass guitar. Um and um and and, and yeah, there was just kind of various bits and bobs like that. Yeah, because I, I was wondering had you conceptualized it as three different parts initially and, and yeah, stood up. I, I, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. like, because they they sound they, yeah, they, well, like they, they I felt like the it like because Ku Cullen doesn't appear in the first part, for example. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Then then that's more piano orientated, and then it's it's straight. It's like Fergus tells the backstory of Ku Cullen, so it's straight into ding 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 on the guitar, and and then that's the definitive sound for for that one, and then it's kind of the bass for the last one. See, I kind of think like you know when I heard that, yeah. Yeah, you know that kind of way. I was like, oh, uh, were you like thinking when you went off, came back, and then you heard the tone? Like, were you always? Did you always have this that kind of 
soundscape break breakdown of the three different sections in your head. I think it came, think it came to me fairly quickly on on, on listening to the, the just, stuff just that was recording from yeah. Sarica, yeah. So and like I just had like, a complete free reign because like it was yeah. it was just me working on it. So like uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it was easy to just kind of make those delineations. I love that instrument for character as well, though. Yeah, oh, it's or, the Peter and the Wolf. Yeah, Peter and the Wolf. Yeah, you sent us a few years ago, and it's it, it's so nice. It was my first time to really have a have a go at that. I think it was this year. Yeah, and you can do the whole because you can do the instrument, and you, you obviously have motifs as well for concepts yeah, yeah, and yeah. The, the, the Hans Zimmer Joker thing. Yeah, you know, sure. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there was a, there was something like that for like the gay bull guy. Yeah, like, yeah. There was the, the gong. I had two gongs that were that were attached to. Really wished. And the two gongs that were attached to the two yeah. wolves and all this kind of stuff. So, it's yeah. a very sad story. Load of motifs. Yeah, I know. So take it more seriously. <laughs> <laughs> we were just having this like disagreement about when O'Sheen sent us Peter and the Wolf. Uh, which Aaron said, yeah, years ago. And I was like, ago. when we were doing the Battle of Edwards. <laughs> this year. No, no, no. no <laughs> years ago initially and you revived ha! for the Battle of Edwards. Yeah. Oh. Ha! Oh, yeah. You've been talking about that for years. I didn't pay attention years ago. Yeah, you didn't. <laughs> Very rarely pays attention. Because Peter and the Wolf was, I think it's a. It's to be fair, explain, I might have paid attention and, and, and I might have just forgotten. You barely as previously stuff. established. As far as I can remember, Peter and the Wolf is a musical piece composed in Russia to be used to teach Russian children all about the orchestra, the instrumentation, and everything else. And each character in the intro to it is represented by an instrument but it's also represented by an instrument and a certain lick or a musical motif so yeah. it's not just the instrument it's an uh, instrument yeah. and a bit of a musical motif and we don't quite get enough chance to like in each story in each podcast to go into that exploration like basically really you did a crazy amount of work in it like it's in talk us through hours spent on the thought ah uh, like literally I, like I, I, I could do a full like eight hour day on, 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 on what could be like somewhere between five and ten minutes of, oh of story God. like if, if it was a hectic bit of yeah. it like but like part, part of that was I was also kind of figuring out tech and, and figuring yeah. out what it was doing and all that kind of thing um, but like yeah it was, it was glorious like there's, there's a million different tracks to it there, oh there, there's a, I, I recorded a lot of things and I dredged up a lot of like um, old old kind of field recordings and and, right. and stuff like that. So like the, the, there's there's a quite a lot going on in there. And then it, and then it, I thought I was finished with it. And then I came out here to to um, to, to, to talk to Oshin and he set me up with an incredible plugin that that it, it's the BBC fucking symphony or yeah. yeah. orchestra that you can control via MIDI keyboard. And I was like, oh, I'm not done the torn yet. Because I've always heard those big like like big cellos. It sounds and swells and just long notes like simple stuff but like just drones of like gorgeous stringed instruments I've always, I've always had that sound in my head and I've yeah. never been able to create it I, I thought I was finished fucking time not at all like, I, like I'm, I'm so much happier with like the end result after having put in those orchestral layers oh, really um, it's, 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 it's the thing that I've always, it's, it, I've always been hearing in my head yeah, you know, yeah. I, was just like, I needed to buy a cello I need to buy a cello <laughs> yeah. like, like no you don't need a fucking you need, you need a cheap plug in and a midi keyboard <laughs> oh god <laughs> Well, like yeah. a contrabass, like that's the thing. It's a contrabass. We literally could not fit a contrabass yeah. into this room. Yeah. Really, it wouldn't fit. Like we could, it might just about lie kind of from edge to edge, but I don't think you get it in the door. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, like, pivot, pivot. Yeah, <laughs> 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 but, that was for you, Jules. And, and also, then, like the, 
you get contrabass in, and then we're trying to record the contrabass, or they go, okay, kind of got a half line in the hallway here, and a microphone. But we were, we basically were able to multi-instrument, have multiple in- instrumentation across a thing, but it still just takes, <coughs> like, I was basically walking through the halls of our house, right through our second lockdown in Ireland, and I just kept on hearing sort of day in, day out, uh, I just yeah. yeah. talking. I was like, right there, that's her certain voice again. Um, like for ages, and it was just like go back over, go back over, and you're adding into it. And like, obviously, we can't put that amount of time and energy into every single. And you'll get more efficient at it now. You gave Oshin the time off. You basically have managed to upskill to a level that we can we can keep on doing our like our aim when we started our podcast was to put out one a week, but we could only really realistically do once every second week where we were still gigging, still doing live shows, yeah. still figuring out the tech, still you were doing one episode and then a second episode, getting all of the graphics, getting the, everything written for, like it's a lot, there's a lot of work in it. Mm. And because, thank God we have this group for ourselves, but also for motivation, for something to actually pay ourselves to be able to create, we have something that we can co-create together and focus on and is very necessary to put out in the world that is helped by people who are listening to it. Like, I fucking love that. I love the fact yeah. that we're able to have that little oh, well, I love, I love that thing about, like, that's the whole thing about Patreon that I always liked from the start. was like Because that was what we started doing in the Stag's Edge, which mm-hmm. was, you know, everybody came and we passed around a hat at the end yeah. of the night. And we did that for about three years. Yeah. yeah. Like, and we still were doing that with Harbour Bar up until lockdown. It was like, you know, the venue paid us some money to come in and then we would be like, if you want to tip us, there's a tip jar. And if you don't, that is also totally cool. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. I love that model of being able to produce things as an artist because mm-hmm. you're not, you're not putting up a paywall. You're not excluding people who don't have money because if anybody knows about not having any fucking money, it's people who are in the arts. And so it is available to everybody who's in a similar situation to you, who just needs some inspiration or who just like doesn't have the financial like margins, the wiggle room to be paying for extra stuff. Mm-hmm. And then anybody who can pay, pays whatever they feel like. Yeah. And I, th- I like, I really like that as a model. Yeah. I don't, you know, there's a whole lot of systems in the world today that I don't like. That is a f- relatively new modern version of a system that I really do like. Yeah, it, it really does open up. I like emerging. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I love it. I, do the, I, I, I try to do skill swaps as much as possible because yeah. um, one of my concepts for like an alternative business model, say for trade, would be um, time swap. Yeah. Right. Which is not a new idea under the you know, sun. The, so the Inca I'm, Empire I'm, in Peru, that's what uh, they did. I'm a tech. You were taxed in time. And I need a driver, so I'll spend an hour fixing your tech thing, doing the tech thing, if you can spend an hour driving for me. Oh man, the knock-on effect of Port, like, uh, Original was over here, an artist who comes to our gigs in the Harbour Bar in Bray, sells uh, all his artwork at the Harbour Bar, he usually sells one or two, and he's also our Oshin's basically taxi man. Um, yeah, and also one of my best mates in fairness, like, you know. <laughs> but we'd always pay him out of the kitty, and yeah. he'd, he'd always be our, like, we were going out of, Dub, out of Leinster, we, we'd hire him as a driver, and he got by ground. Now he's selling turkeys because he has to, because the knock on effect of no live gigs, the knock on effect Listen, of having no live gigs is massive. There's, there's people I know, right? 
uh, a friend was telling me of a guy who has a warehouse warehouse full of toilet roll because pubs aren't open. Oh, wow. So he's a warehouse full of toilet roll that would normally be distributed to pubs. Yeah. Right? So there's obviously another warehouse full of condoms, there's another warehouse full of Jay's fluid, there's another warehouse full yeah. of stirrers and napkins. And oh, pubs full of kegs of beer going stale. Yeah. yeah. Well no, they took they took a lot of them back actually at the start, but it's it's just like the knock on effect of all of this is it's uh, and it's more so like we can't do the thing that we did. See they they've introduced as I was saying earlier on, round thing. This new concept of a wet pub. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> okay? Fuck right <laughs> off. There's no such thing as a fucking wet pub. There's a public house and then there's a whole load of bastardization of that. Okay? And now you have killed the public house. You have stopped live performances. You've st- no live music. So, uh, yeah. we, we, many, many yeah. months, um, I did say he was free reign. Do you know what? But that's also, a, that's the bull sound effect we need for the next iteration. I'm setting up a Facebook event so that we can all stand outside on Christmas Eve at a certain time, I'll figure out when, and collectively go out into our front gardens and all fucking murder fairy tale in New York. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's gonna get it right. It doesn't matter. Let's all go out together at the same time and destroy it anyway. I am. If dead. you want to sing the, if you want to sing the lyric that's in contest, you can. If you want, if you don't, you don't. It doesn't matter. We're all gonna make a bollocks of the song. It, it, <laughs> but we can do it together. <laughs> well, right? I, I think that, I think like I like that. I like that. I've missed doing shows together. I've missed seeing people. And now Ireland, if you're watching from abroad. You know, we just opened up kind of shops and, and uh, serving venues and there's a, ne- a level of, of communioning again and it's probably going to have to be locked down again and there's going to be a whole... The world is mental. The world keeps on spinning and it's been mental for a long time. The last hundred years, if you look back at the history, it's been fucking demented. Um, so we're not in an, an existentially um, more, I guess, stable... stable uh, are unstable than before. Well, like, like as I think it's just, we were talking about earlier, this is not a new thing. It's not a new thing. No. Oh, it is. There have been quarantines before. There have been plagues before. Yeah. There have been, you know, this is a new version of it, and it feels new because none of us were alive all of those other times. But you know, we only get one life. The big problem with this one, right? Previously, when there was a lockdown and there was a plague and there was something else and there was something else and there was something else. You could literally socialise with the people that you could walk to and back from, mm. from wherever you lived. Mm. The news that you had either came through a paper, if it was within the last 200 years, not even, 150? 150, no, yeah, maybe. max. Hang on, rural Ireland, about 40. <laughs> <laughs> That's sure. it. This is, and this and that's if one of the lads learned how to read and didn't get bad up and read it out to the family. Exactly. <laughs> or you had the wireless, the radio. But, the but my point being is, right, no, even before the wireless... was more localised. But it's mm. not travel. It's the fact that we didn't have... Culture. No. We, it's not even that. You didn't have outside world view. 
yeah. you had mm-hmm. a smaller like my a town my thing mm-hmm. so you might have heard oh the town over a few towns over is really sick and they're all you know and whatever has affected you has affected you and a few people around you and yes it's very tragic and blah blah blah, blah. now we're a whole planet that, that are globally grieving in an emotional state because we can't actually exist in a natural state which the human natural state is to wander around outside eating stuff <laughs> in the sun and attending events and singing yeah yeah singing. we sang before we talked yes exactly oh. so we're walking around going la 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 ooh berry ooh berry ah lion eat stuff don't avoid getting eaten lions don't grow where berries grow sure lions famously grow as a grey and berries famously grow on trees. Yeah. Yes. Therefore, never the twain shall meet. No. Never, <laughs> never the twain. Fly never on a tree. <laughs> no, lads, I will say this, right? We've managed to actually get together. It's fucking great. I love it. We're going to end this with a bit of a tune uh, because we're coming to a bit of an end. I think we've, we've we hit on the main points. We've talked over the thon before. We're going to get a few more comments. Uh, do uh, go back and listen to the thon that we haven't, if, that we just previously you know, released in the last three episodes. We have analysed this story almost to death, but we will be doing it again. Um, there's Obviously. loads. I cried. Ferdia will always get me. It's just sad. You're evil. You make me cry. I'm not mad about it. Um, um, Look, no, it's just my instinct as a storyteller. Anyway, we're delighted that we've sent out our first monthly email. <laughs> since I stopped doing it. Since we stopped doing it. Because I was sick. <laughs> you left us at home, man. You can't leave Hagrid. I was start. very sick. <laughs> we were in charges. I told them tonight I'd do it again. Thank now God. Antibiotics. So the monthly email might actually yeah. be monthly again. Again. But we changed. We we sent it, and we sent it out to you. who are on our. um, uh, Oh yeah! Anyone who was on our mailing list got an email today. If you're not on our mailing list and you're actually still listening, you know, drop us an email, candletales at gmail dot com, because you'll have found out about what we're doing uh, with our podcast series, what we're doing with our uh, thingamajigs and other stuff, and our um, storytelling course that is going live online in January for six weeks. We're teaching it. We've been doing this for a long time. We've never made it online. We've never made it available to people. She knows lots of stuff about semiotics and structure. And I'm other long words. Other long words. Yeah, yeah I heard of a corporate tech trader. Festival in van. Uh, oh oh yeah. yeah. Thank you so much Festival in van for having us twice in the last six weeks. Um, we've actually managed to do a live show to kids in primary schools. Festival in van. Oh because God. everything is in a van and, and the kids are sitting down and you're in a van and everything is safe they're supported by the Arts Council primary schools have been on to us we have two more gigs in schools coming up um, because people know about us those people knew about us and asked us to come and that's class if you're a teacher if you're not a teacher if you know a teacher you might say if you kids would like to be encouraged to tell stories play music know about Irish mythology folk tales the ins and outs the themes the thematics the problems the culture that we are lacking at the moment well you know you can drop us a line yeah. uh, DM us and uh, direct message or um, you know is that what email. that sounds like that's what that sounds like have the we um, also uh, since we're doing the ad segment of this are they still listening I don't think I don't think I think it would be fucked up we're going to do it in a minute but uh, you with this t-shirt and shit. And talk back. 
T-shirts and tote bags. I fully thought that there was a jumper, and I went looking for it this afternoon before I came out here, and then I was like, we don't have a jumper. Why did I think we had a jumper? Why did you think you had a jumper? We do have hats. We just have no pictures of the hats, because everyone bought the hats, and we actually... Oh, do we have more hats? No, we have one picture of the hat, but you made a stupid face. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it was this one. It was this one, it was this one. Oh um, no, it's gonna look cool. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't try it. Don't try it. Yeah, the hats are cute. They're beanies. We should get more of them. We should get more of them. Um, Let us know if you want a beanie. And if you want a beanie, we'll get more of them. We'll send you one. Uh, we're gonna sing a tune. I'm just gonna sing a tune. We're all gonna sing the chorus. Um, okay, I need to pee, but you better start. Do it. Uh, I also need to pee, but hey. How can he allow me to tell you lies? Oh, that I find you well. If you gather all around me, I'm a story I will tell. For I got a situation. Be gone, I'm be gone. I always for a way to weekly wage in a nineteen months. Well, it's come October since I left me near the home. I'm the help and can learn he plays the ring the harvest devil. And now Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
thanks very much for listening, lads. This was our party, our birthday party. Um, you know, hopefully there's uh, a few people who you know tuned in, had a bit of a giggle, uh, listened to the <laughs> last few things, had a bit. Thank of you, break. everybody, for your birthday wishes. Thanks very much. For it birthday was lovely wishes. to see you guys popping up in the chat. Yeah. And we will see you again real soon. Yeah, and we'll um, be doing stuff and things. Stay tuned and boom, boom. <laughs>